The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. No days off. No The Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest ball. <laughs> with Andy Hart. All right, good to be with you. All right. This yeah, microphone week. put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> and Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal. 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 Oh, Mr. On Well, Andy, that was a stunner. Was it? It was. Oh, actually, it was. Some 20s, of us believe it may have been the worst loss in the history of Gillette Stadium. 27-24, Patriots lose to the Dolphins in a stunning fashion, too. It wasn't like they just got beat like there was a back-and-forth game. You had chances to win the game, chances to lose the game. You made some plays at the end, but then ultimately Miami made more plays than, than you did. Uh, no question. And Bill Belichick hyped it all week, challenged his team, all said week. this it, was it a playoff after, game. After the last game. The no question. Game. And uh, they didn't meet the challenge. They wilted. In the face of the challenge, and I would say, uh, your boogeymen made your it quite or, clear. Or they're not mine. That was the the universal your. Okay. Your boogeymen um, made it quite clear that all that talk about the '85 Bears and the 2000 Ravens was some of the most asinine, ridiculous talk we've ever had in sports talk radio or this whole region. I, I mean, that or the, they choked. That or the Patriots were the 2007 offense. Early in the year. Well, that was just idiocy, but that didn't really catch on. The boogeyman talk caught on to the point where, and I continue to go back to this, on our airwaves on WEI, Willie McGinnis said this was the best Patriots defense ever. He played on better defenses. He knows better. And he didn't or wasn't able to or didn't want to acknowledge that they were feasting on jag, backup, piss-poor quarterbacks and offenses. And we have seen in the last three weeks, for various portions of games, the Bengals, yep. the Bills, and the Dolphins. Not exactly the 07 Patriots offense or the greatest show on turf or Not the Mahomes close. Chiefs or anything like it. Push this defense around, beat up this defense, and today it bit them in the ass. Tom Brady gave them a lead. Tom Brady did his job, correct? At the end, yes. Tom Brady left the field. Well, not permanently. He had a little time at the end, but Tom Brady got the lead. Yes. With that defense... That you, game should you, have been over think that was against yes. the Miami Dolphins and Ryan Fitzpatrick, who we've mocked in two of the three AFC East cities for yep. as opponents, right? Yep. In New England. We'll mock him no more. He just threw for 320 yards. Because he who mocks last mocks best. Yeah. And he bitch-slapped 
Stephon Gilmore and the Patriots defense. That was the biggest thing to me. It's the there and actually it was it wasn't just Gilmore, it was everybody. The Dolphins could But they went after Gilmore. They had their best receiver. Devontae re- Parker has been a big part of why their offense has been clicking the last month. Three yep. or four hundred yard games. Yep. You know, he got a new contract extension. He's part of the present and the future. And they came out and they went after Stephon Gilmore from start to finish. Yeah, after most notably the last drive, where they threw a ball up and just said, Go get it. And you got it. That's the defensive player of the year. Just go get it. And he got it, right? He finished with eight catches on 11 targets for 137 yards. Is that alarming, alarming or is that alarming? That's alarming. So the, the cynic in me, the snark in me, would say, what happens when you lose a playoff game? Your season's, Your season's over. over. Bill Belichick, you said this was a playoff game today. At Gillette Stadium, Dolphins-Patriots. Dolphins won. Is the Patriots' season over? I don't know. Why don't you ask him tomorrow at like 530? Well, Dickerson do it. <laughs> Somebody should. Because I would argue that realistically the season's over. Yeah, defining what your season is, like they're, I think them getting to the Super Bowl. Is They'll win next week in all likelihood. Yes. They may not but because, as I said to you when we walked down here, when they played playoff caliber teams this year, or even teams that played like playoff, they either lost or, or were in a, a dog, dog fight. We have to make a help so, for a mistake. And we should say we are recording this immediately after the game, yes. so we do not yet know who the Patriots will be playing, when they will be playing. They could be hosting the Steelers, the Titans, or the Raiders. I'm rooting for the Raiders, and that's just the cynic. That's that's the Steve Buckley in me for the story. The the Raiders-Patriots kicked off the dynasty. Is there any chance that the Raiders-Patriots could end the dynasty? Because some people, you most notably, believe Tom Brady may have played his last regular season game at Gillette Stadium I did. I, this I got afternoon. a lot of uh, blowback on Twitter for suggesting that that was a potential topic, and I think it's, as we discussed in the press box, it's one of the most underplayed stories in this region. Correct. And now you did. Uh, people just hate you in general. Um, I don't know why. I don't know either. Uh, you seem like a nice kid. You're a little negative, but so am I. Um and some people just didn't see the word could. Like, flat out say, well, right. no, no, it's Well, then some could. people also don't even Not know. Is. Some people don't even know that his, his contract well, expires. Well, I've, I've learned a lot of that doing radio the last, filling in the last few weeks has been obviously a big topic. You get a lot of calls where they come in all hot and bothered. He's not going anywhere. Will you tell you? And then you give them the details, and they go, oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that don't know the details of Tom Brady. But forget Tom Brady for now. We'll get to him in a minute. Okay. The defense got their ass whooped. That is the story of this game. The bigger story is the Patriots choked. I'm calling it the instead of the Miami Miracle, we have the Gillette gag job. Um, the Patriots choked in this game. Yeah, just look at they these, went down ten nothing, correct? Yeah, and then you fought back. Fought back. You even took a and lead. And the other team took, fought back. You took a lead at the at the end of the game when when you thought you had it with 3:53 left. You had that great block by Shaq Mason to free James White for the 13 yard touchdown. Pretty score and Brady to James White just has like a feel of like big and game that, playoff that drive. Field. They were, they started the ball with 8:29 left. They took some time off the clock. That was sort of what you wanted that drive to be. It resulted in a touchdown that gave you the lead. It wasn't just a game-tying field goal, and you thought that you could rely on your defense to get a stop against the 20-something ranked Miami Dolphins offense, you and could. you choked. Yeah, you couldn't. And, and it wasn't even like the Dolphins had like some big third-down conversions. I don't think they had a third-down on that drive. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they had to. No, I mean we can we, look we can go, at it. We can go and look, but I don't think they had a third down on that last drive, and it wasn't it no. wasn't just Stephon Gilmore that was beat. no 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 no. Jonathan, they spread the field, Jonathan they picked Jones you apart, beat, did what Jackson they wanted, and beat. then alarmingly easy for the five yard touchdown to Gasecki. Yes, I mean Chung was just chasing. It was a quick little in cut slant to the back of the end zone, and he was just chasing the yeah, whole. Yeah, looking way. right now, they had they had a, a third and one. They had third and one in their own 44 and got five yards. That was their only third down on the entire Which, game. by the way, on that Sorry, drive. Sorry, second. They had two. A third, third and five later. 
uh, for seven yards against Jonathan Jones to get down to the 17. And third and one is almost irrelevant because it's two down right. situation. Right. Um, I just – I'm surprised. I'm not going to be – I'm not going to lie to you. I'm surprised. I am too. McCourty, we, we, Chung, just, like, Gilmore. We, we, both, we both had our stories written that they were going to win – That they had, they had that game won. Right. And they were the two seed. They get the bye that they so wanted, so ugly, needed. It was ugly, but they got it done. And now – Honestly, talking to James White, listening to Matthew Slater, they're scrambling a little bit, I think, I thought, emotionally, sort of, mentally. That was a strange locker room. Well, I think they're trying to now spin it to, and I'll write the quotes, I'll put it in my story, because that's, to me, as a reporter, you have to, to do that, that, you know, everything is still in front of them. There's an Which opportunity, and, and they are blessed, and this is the National Football League, and there's a lot of teams that will be going home, right? And you're one of the few, yeah. and Matthew Slater even used the word, word spoiled to have yearly buys He's around here. Right, and, but the, the problem is, that is true. But the road to the Super Bowl, if you think you're going to, let's just throw, host the Titans. Sure. Good chance you'll beat them. Yep. Even Tannehill's playing well, Tannehill's sure. on side, whole thing. Good good thing, you, you know, good chance you'll beat him. And then you go to Kansas City. And then if you win that, pull off a miracle for the second year in a row. You go to Baltimore? Yeah. How do you feel about that road? Uh, oh, no! <laughs> right? I, would, yeah. I, I mean... Like, I, you could get behind, like, you know, getting the bye, potentially beating the Chiefs at home, and then the one game on the road, pull, right. pull a rabbit out of the hat, and right. things go your way. I'll right. be honest with you. I don't even feel great about the Mike Vrabel Titans. What did the Mike Vrabel Titans do to you last year? Whooped your ass. What do teams that are coached by former Belichick assistants uh, do to win. you? What were we told? It was like, what, 12 for, I don't know, they have, they have 12 wins, for, like it's yeah. around, around 500. Billy O'Brien beat you this year. Oh. Brian Flores beat you this year. Yep. You're going to play Mike Vrabel next week. How's that feel? Oh, no. Probably shouldn't be feel great. my podcast. So, <clears throat> this, I, I'm still digesting this. Like that piece was, of pepperoni pizza I had right after. But it was, I don't know, it was a stunning loss. Like, I asked you what's a word to, to like, define Stunning, this. shocking. It wasn't just, like, they lost. Like, that was... Oh, no. In the fashion, I would have... Like, you can't even say... Um, like, if they had just gone up 10 nothing and then rolled, like, oh, they didn't show up. Right. Even though their coach told them it was a playoff game, right. they didn't treat it like that. They Whatever. They also, mailed you could, it in. You could probably spin it differently. Like, they were looking ahead to the playoffs. Right. Like, they... They but they day. fought back and they did what they needed to do. Like they I think they're stunned. In, yeah, I, I think too. when all these guys now there's you, you have the post game. Bill comes in, gives you whatever message he wants you to regurgitate. Clearly, you still have an opportunity. You're blessed to be in the post. All that, and then I think you drive home with your brother, maybe your twin brother or Who? your wife, your twin brother. Oh, you're talking about Devin. I'm talking about the goddamn players. Can you pay attention? You're talking about Bill. Bill comes in and gives you the message he wants oh, oh, I that you regurgitate. I thought you were talking about Then us. you get in the car with either your twin brother or your wife or your friend or your teammate. I thought you were talking about us in the media. How can I get people to focus that are listening to the podcast if I can't get you to focus? You're all over the place. You're all over the place. Okay, continue. So then I think when you start talking to your brother or your wife or your girlfriend, the honesty comes in and it's like, holy crap. Like We lost to the Dolphins. We lost to the Dolphins. We lost to the Dolphins with... The opportunity to go to the Super Bowl on the line in some ways, right? A lot of people yeah. think if you play in the wild card game, you're the paid, you're not going. Right. If you go to the divisional round as the two, two seed, seed. You, so you're saying there's a chance. They did last year. Right. So they lost the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl on some level. Like yeah. mentally, you could you could tell. It, they didn't really, but mentally they could feel well, that Well, it's way. sort of like what you said before. This game was hyped, <laughs> hyped up to be a playoff game. 
because your coach did that. Right. And then we can also. And I'm not blaming him because no, he's right. The, the fact of the matter was, you win the game, you advance around in the playoffs. Right? right. You don't have to play on Wild Card Weekend. Correct. You advance around. You do now. What you have to go do is earn that over 60 minutes of football at Gillette Stadium against another team. Right. Who's a pretty good team? Yes. And your record slash efforts against pretty good teams this year are not good. Not don't, good at all. Don't give you much confidence. No. Now, do you think uh, uh, Julian Edelman, was he part of this game plan? See, I know that was a big talking point all week. And a lot of people said, oh, you got to sit him. you got to well, rest him. because he sat out the first two plays. Uh, and, but and, that's and nothing. I know, but everybody took that That's as, nothing. Two I, plays I is bullshit. I know. Is nothing. I know, but tell, is that, nothing. tell that to the other people upstairs. Somebody. So the whole team got some strange message because Edelman wasn't on the field for two snaps? No, my, my, Had it been a whole quarter, and you're clearly no, trying to not that, play him, but I'm just two saying, snaps. He, he only received what? He only had one catch until the fourth. The other team covered him. I know. The other team decided, I'm not going to let Julian Edelman beat me. I'm not well, stupid. Well, Brian Flores has been here long enough to realize that. He's also just got a brain in his head. Yeah. People that don't are the ones that are asinine. Right? Yes, the teams that allow him to catch third so down passes. So they decided they weren't going to let Edelman beat him. And when you take away Edelman... You take away the flow of the offense. Yes. That's just the reality well, of this let, team. Let's get to the quarterback. He wasn't sharp today. No. Now, there's a lot of talk of his elbow injury. I, I think, think there's more than that. I you think, think? I, you don't run up and down the sideline endlessly to warm up your elbow. He didn't do it endlessly. He did it more than I've ever seen. He, I would agree Is that with true? That. Yes. So isn't it possible he has a calf, an ankle, a knee? I don't know what's still bothering him. He's had various lower body injuries, right? Uh, Over this year yeah, and past yeah. years. Yes. Achilles, yeah. ankle, uh, toe, calf, this year. toe. So everybody's focused on could he not get his arm warmed up? Could he not get his body warmed up? Was was something pushing off bothering him? Yeah, but I mean, it, it, I will say his elbow looked fine. I followed him to the podium, so I was about six. <laughs> being short, my face was like six it, inches from his elbow. It looked fine. There was no obvious anything. Were you expecting to see like bones hanging out? And well, he said he took a helmet, so I would assume it was bruised. But that was a new injury. No, I know, but I would assume there'd be a bruise there. Oh, oh, oh. you maybe, take a helmet so to maybe, the maybe he's lying. And he also didn't have it iced. No. He looks like pretty quick after that. Yes. Full uniform. Yes. Um, I think it's excuses, personally. So, so you don't think the elbow Do I think something might be bothering him? If it is, it's the tendonitis. That's, it's not no, the helmet. That, that's what I think it so is. So he's been lying to us for weeks now. Yes. Um, well, I, I think he doesn't... It's but even then, like, line. how do we... Because I know people are trying to see things that aren't there. Like what? Both sides of the argument try to see things that aren't there. Um, he made a very good throw to Philip Dorsett. The ball didn't see, hang in the air. I that's asinine. I don't, Anyone who thinks that, I, I think, doesn't know football or is making the vi the visual fit what they are predisposed to believing. Okay. You're right. I thought it was a good throw. You're, you're right. There, you can't, he put you, it between you, a corner and a safety. That's why I'm putting How many yards downfield? I'm, I'm, I believe that Brady is hurt. 50 yards downfield yes. between a corner and a safety. Yes. That was a good throw. Yes. Right? You, 50 you, yards. You've this is the guy me. who can't throw a deep you've, ball. You've convinced me. But what I've if, heard for 15 bleeping years that he can't throw a deep what ball. About the, what about when uh, Sanu is wide open on the sideline and he throws it to the cheerleaders? Well, I'm not saying he's perfect. Guess what he hasn't been all year? Perfect. Great. Like, what was he again today? 50-something percent. Brady was back. Uh, yeah, he picked it up late. So the, the well, not real late. Great. The numbers went the other way because well, of the last. 16 for 29, 221 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception, which is one of his worst throws of the year. Yeah, and he just said bad throw. Bad throw or bad decision? Bad throw. To, who's he, did he confirm he was trying to throw it to? Um, no. I was actually going to ask that, and then I was like, what do I care? <laughs> I care. You want? But what does it matter? It was a bad throw either way. All right. Right? Yes. Yes. 
I actually think there may have been a bad route by somebody there. And if I had to guess, it'd be Sony Michelle. The guy well, doesn't he really run the, many you know, the Edelman probably gets the benefit of the doubt, like Brady yeah. always does over the years. Um, but basically, you allowed so one guy could kind of cover two people. He was covering Edelman right. and Michelle, right? Yes. Either way, if Michelle catches that, he's going to get blown up by Eric Rowe coming up. Correct. You're going to take one in the lower back that might put him out of the action. Uh, I actually thought Sony Michelle ran the ball pretty well. Today. I thought they ran the ball well. I, th- and I would have yeah, actually. Burkhead cut- gave you what he's been giving you those spark jump yeah, cut he had, runs. Uh, he was like eight six, yards a carry. Six exactly eight yards. Six carries for forty trap. for forty eight yards, and they were impressive. But Michelle runs. gave you. I thought he jump started the offense when he had carries for seventy four yards and a touchdown. Eight, nine, and nine yards on three consecutive. Well, that was that runs. long drive where they sort of rode the running game. Right. I thought he gave you a little life there when well, you were on be, the ropes. To be fair, that they should have run the ball against Miami's defense. No, I know, but I also give them credit for doing it. I could, I could make an argument. To they, be fair, they shouldn't have given up 350 yeah. yards passing and a late touchdown to Miami's offense either, but they did that. No question. Right? I think ultimately, like I've been saying for weeks, that when the Patriots were to lose a game, it would be because of the offense. And this week, it's because of the defense. I think that's been that was the issue. Like, if you walked away from this game saying that you scored 24 points against the Miami Dolphins, you probably would assume that you would have won the game. Yes, that is accurate. Although they've scored 20 plus points basically every week for like six weeks, but they've it's been like, a 20 point team. Who are you talking about? Dolphins. They've also played some really no, bad I know. teams. I know, Bill. Bill, they put up 500 yards. Oh, yards offense, whatever. Well, this is the Bengals, Bill. <laughs> it was an overtime, so they had an extra quarter. Although basically. Bill does think the Bengals are really talented. They have a great uh, running back, Joe Mixon, one of the great, best in the league. Great quarterback, great everything. Receiver. Tight end, wide receiver. AJ Green, the half of them don't IR. play. Great. Um, okay, what? Do you, did you make anything of? I mean, this might be just. I don't know if other listeners care about this, but the accountability in the locker room after the game. Do I care about that? Yeah. I do. You I've do. made that quite clear over the years. We did our podcast even talking about the team of the decade. We discussed that as some of the leaders and their accountability, right. and Matt Light and Logan right. Mankins and various guys. Okay, what's your point? That there really wasn't much accountability in the locker room after the game. Name a few uh, specifics. Well, the guys who who spoke were Stephon Gilmore, uh, Devin McCourty went to the podium, Tom Brady went to the podium, James White spoke, Alain Roberts spoke, Matthew Slater spoke. That was pretty much it. Nikhil Harry spoke. And Philip Thorsett. But, like... Jesus. The list goes on. <laughs> okay, but that's out of 53 players. So what, did, what happened with Kyle Vannoy? What were you told? I was told that a group of reporters approached Kyle Vannoy, asked him if he was talking. He said, no. And then he put on his shirt, and they were like, are you going to talk afterwards? He said, no, I'm not talking. Talk to the captains. That's interesting. I don't know what to make of that. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good either. I don't know whether it's... Really bad, bad, kind of bad. I don't know. Just he had a, that was his line. He didn't want to talk. Maybe Kyle Vannoy played his last regular season game at Gillette Stadium. That's, Free agent to be. That's possible too. And most people think he could be a Miami Dolphin next year. Sure. Uh, Stephon Gilmore did spoke, and he speak. 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 Sorry. You can't spoke. Nope. He did speak. He was asked by yours truly, actually. Uh how, Big uh, Balls Hannibal. <laughs> how he would um, characterize his play, and he admitted that he let fifty-two other players down. I don't yes. think that's. At least he's accountable. You know what he also may have done? Lost, uh, Lost defensive the defensive player of the year. Yeah. Because stats-wise. That's sort of the last thing that's in people's minds. And the defensive player of the year doesn't go out in the last game of the year and allow whatever. For the worst point, loss in Gillette Stadium history. Like, allow 100-plus yards to, Von, to Devontae now, Parker. I do think it depends how the story gets played, like how much um, people like make a big deal. Yeah. Gilmore's play. Will people even really know how badly he got beat? 
or is it just the Patriots? Lost? Like, will there be an emphasis on what Parker did and what Gilmore did specifically, or just wow, the Patriots lost? But if you're if you're pointing fingers on people on this team, like, isn't Gilmore at the top of the list of people to blame for Today? this loss? Yeah. Oh, no question. Like, he's at the top. They targeted him. Right. They went after the defensive player of the year, not only all game, but with the game on the line. Yes. Multiple catches, on, and I keep going back to it, the catch down the right side where they threw it up and Parker just went up over him and got it. Like, I'm sorry, like, I need you to make that play. Right. Uh, that's why we pay you $15 million a year. That's why you're the guy that Belichick has praised endless, endlessly and all the coaches and media and fans. Like, And it was worthy. I don't want to pretend that it was. No, no, no. I'm saying all the praise oh, has oh, been worthy all year. Time, yeah. But this was a playoff game, right? Yes. The season was on the line. Last drive, yep. And he came up small, short, yep. short whatever you want to. Yep. And, and even he was cocky early, sort of either talking slash staring yeah. down the Dolphins bench. I think they went after him. I think they said, we can go after him. Well, that was guys. sort of the whole Miami mentality. They weren't afraid at all. And that, no. That, and they you, shouldn't have been. But Nothing you, to lose. That's where you're playing with house empty, money. They emptied the playbook. A lot of trick But who plays. played scared? The Patriots. End of the first half. Don't take a timeout when the Dolphins have the ball. Get the ball yourself. Run the ball. Don't take a timeout. You're playing scared, right? I know there's a fear there that, oh, if we don't execute, the Dolphins get the time, get the ball, ball back. You're the MFing Patriots. Correct. You're Tom effing Brady at home. And, by the way, you have the boogeymen. Do you not trust them? Right. So everybody says he didn't trust the offense. He didn't trust the defense. Really I don't think either. he trusted his team. Anybody. He said, let's get the hell out of here. 10, let's 10, go regroup. We get the ball. Let's regroup. Right. Yeah. And what did they do with the ball? Three and out. Three and out. Very quick. Punt. So, yeah, I think there's going to be a little – I said to you in the middle of the game, like, the offense is what it is. Everybody's come to grips. Fans, media, it's not right. that good. What's the defense? Uh, regressed. We know it's not elite. We can scratch that off. Well, I think they're probably still going to finish number one ranked in the no, league. No, that's fine. I'm sorry. Right, but when it I comes saw to the end of this plays, game. Yeah. So don't tell me you're elite. No, they're not. Because no. elite – doesn't get their ass whooped by Ryan, the bearded man, Harvard man, Fitzpatrick, um, and Devontae Do you Parker. think this defense could turn it around in a week? Yes. And then all of a sudden be back to Against this? Ryan Tannehill. I mean, it's not no, a great offense. What I'm offense. saying is can they turn, use that game as a springboard to potentially be the defense we saw weeks one through eight and potentially give you know the Chiefs sure. in the division round a run for their money? Sh sure. Can they beat the Titans? Yes. Can they give the Chiefs a run for their money? Maybe. Because the Chiefs' defense has played better down the stretch. Patriots' off uh, defense has played worse down the stretch. Patriots' offense is what it is. Right. So maybe now can they give a run for the money two weeks in a row? I, I didn't know. No. I'm sorry. I just don't think you're stringing together three wins in a row against playoff teams to get to the Super Bowl. I, I think that's – To me, it's just that. It's it's the it's the long so look it, at it. it it's the like, oh, I got the Titans. I can beat that. Who's – oh, shit, the Chiefs. Oh, this I is, just don't see it. This is probably a season-ending question, but is this season a like a failure, a letdown? Um, yeah. I mean, it's the Patriots. So if you don't go to the AFC title game, automatically disappointment, failure, letdown, right? Mm -hmm. Even though we know the string will come to an end, the end is a letdown. Right. Right? It's a high standard. It's an unsustainable standard. I know that. But it is the standard. Right. Right? There's no – I don't think anybody would doubt that. Correct. So if you don't reach the AFC title game, no question. Failure, letdown. Now if this team wins at home against, let's say, the Titans and then goes and beats Kansas City again on the road and then falls to Baltimore, do you view things any differently? Like um, if, they, if they get to the AFC yes. title game. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I said. You have to get to the AFC title game. You've right. done that eight straight years. That's the standard. And I think it'll be impressive to get there. 
Very impressive now, to go that, to Kansas City. I know this is down the road. Would that potentially change people's minds, like Brady's minds potentially staying for next oh, year? Yeah. I think he blows with the wind. I've told you that a million times. So I think what happens could and sh- probably should change his mind or affect him. Could also affect the team, how they feel about right. certain things. We don't know. Maybe they have been um, holding him together with duct tape and Toradol for a month and a half and are like, He's banged up every week. I mean, this is, is this elbow, this tendonitis. Like, right. he's acting like an old quarterback. Right. I told you he was an old quarterback. I didn't want to give him a three. I'm Belichick here talking. Okay. I didn't want to give him a three-year extension because I feared this. And is this going to get any better? And if this continues into the postseason with no bye week, week after week after week, just churning along? So, yeah, it's a disappointment. But I will also say the flip side is true. I know we say this every year. Robert Kraft says this every time he takes the podium with Roger Goodell and t- accepts a trophy. Yeah. This would be remarkable. No question. If you get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl this year, remarkable. Like the greatest of like, and we're not talking just Patriots. We're probably probably talking the entire entire league. Like, well, I think to me you'd go back to 01, but I think this would be more remarkable than 01 because 01 picked up steam. Right. This is like a total- they were rolling offense, defense, special teams over the second half of that season. This team is not rolling in any way. Right? On what part of the team is well, – forget that. Special teams is rolling I was just going to say that. Special teams. Bolden had a long kickoff uh, return down today. Downing punts inside the – Downing punts, uh, dealing with fake punts perfectly. Still close to blocking every kick, it Nick seems. Folk does his job. Did he? Yeah. Didn't he hit a field goal? He had one field goal, yep. That's his job. Good, good job. Why do you keep questioning me on things that I know? Because he made a freaking 25-yard field goal. Good job. Isn't that his job? Sure, good you job. You know what else? The defense took the field and said, don't drive the length of the field and give up a game-winning touchdown. Did they do their job? Uh, no, they didn't. So Nick Folk, special teams, Joe Judge doing their job. Sure. The rest of it, I can't say that. No. None of them. So what's the theme this week? Like, is the it, theme? Yeah, is, is the theme going to be... You better get your ass a win. Well, no. Is it going to be fans looking ahead to this game against the Titans or, who, or whoever it is? Or is this fan base going to sort of shift to the end of the Patriots dynasty? Um, I think they're going to... fan. I think the fan base will eat up the player comments of um, the opportunity. Yeah. You know, we're still blessed. You know, Parcells, once you get in the tournament, anything can happen. Who would you rather enter the tournament with, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick or anybody else, right? Right. I think that theme and mentality will take over the week. I think guys like Fitzy and Wiggy and Jerry Thornton's of the world will will help promote that. Now there'll be some cynics. I don't know whether that's a vocal minority of 5%, 10%, 20%. That'll be like... No, I mean I right. don't see it. How's this going? How does this going right. to work? You you expect me to believe that you struggle down the stretch, you lose games, or you are in dogfights with the Bengals and the Bills and the Dolphins, and we're just going to go win playoff games? Right, like nothing happened. But I think a lot of the fan base will eat up the uh, the idea that the opportunity, everything that they want, is still in front of them that they can still achieve. All right, so we'll uh, we have a special. Not traditional week this week. We have a, an event at Lord Hobo again uh, Thursday night to benefit Pete Frady. So our weekly podcast will be done then. So it'll come out late Thursday night, early Previewing Friday. the wild card weekend matchup with the... We don't know. Dot, dot, dot. So that's coming Fill up. Fill in the blank. I uh, hope everybody has a nice uh, New Year's, New Year's Eve. Yes. Uh, don't let the Patriots' failures ruin your New Year's Eve because the new year brings new beginnings, new opportunities. It's wild card weekend. Where else would you rather be than Gillette Stadium in the playoffs? Nowhere. Woo! Talk to you later.
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus